Okay, it's uh, Wednesday, August 30th. One more day of August. And I'm here with my good friend, C.J. Johnson. C.J., how are you today? Um, I'm feeling really good. The only thing missing is I really need to stab myself in the eye right now. I just watched you struggle with Google Sheets for 30 minutes. <laughs> and it was very painful. <laughs> well, CJ, I'll have you know, I got 30 guys for my fantasy football, uh, not fantasy, my Pick'em football pool. And I need some automation. And you literally didn't want to help me. So I'll figure it out for myself. Okay. I mean, you could have just done an algorithm like you do for everything else. Like I gather you're going to do for something we'll talk about later. And that will work a lot better than my thing. But we'll talk later. I know you're heading to Minneapolis tomorrow. You're very, very busy. Yeah. Uh, CJ, um, are you excited for the return of Tom Brady to the New England Patriots? That is a rumor that's very juicy. It was shocking that they let go of Bailey Zappi. Absolutely. Um, regardless, I mean, you know, they have to have some sort of plan for a second quarterback. Um, well, I uh, look, the common wisdom is that Bailey Zappi clears waivers and all that, but... I mean, come on. Yeah. I, <laughs> he's sitting out there. You think he's a bit better than Bailey Zappi, even at the age of whatever? How old is he, 46? I think he's 47 Could he now. be a bit better than Bailey Zappi? Yeah, of course. Does he want to play behind this offensive line? That, of course not. That might be a no. No way, no. <laughs> I don't think Brady's coming back, but they have to have some sort of plan here. But it would be nice. I mean, just the room. Just the, just the thought of that put a smile on my face. Yeah. You know, I was bummed when Brady left, but... I mean, you know, I mean, what he did for us as fans, yeah. it just... Well, you know, the the Patriots are always pushing the envelope on football strategy. Yeah. Last year, they they said, what would it be like if we had a, a football season without an offense? Right. Um, and then I think that... And they almost broke 500. Yeah. And then this year, they said, well, let's get bring the... Off-. I think maybe they're just pulling back and they're trying to do the new offensive uh, strategy again. I Yeah, I don't... Look, I, I don't... I, I can understand them waving Bailey Zappi because he looked awful. I think there's been a common theory that he was better in the non-system that Matt Patricia ran last year because he's more of a gunslinger. But you bring in, yeah, if you bring in Bill O'Brien with like an actual plan, then Mac Jones is, you know, far and away better. We hardly even saw him in the preseason, so who knows, but they've seen a lot of him. Yeah. And they had to have ultra confidence to do this. Also, I think it was a shot across the bow with a Bailey. Not only Bailey Zappi, but the Bailey Zappi fans. Yeah. That let's get over this. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm just, I'm, I don't want to see you. Are they going to bring back Brian Hoyer? I mean, what's about to happen? No, I think what will happen, I, I don't think anybody's going to claim Bailey Zappi because if you claim him, he has to go on your 53-man roster. Yeah. So that's the key. You you know, there's going to be some guys, some teams who cut guys because they're deep in a position who someone will want to grab because it's better than what they have, right? Bailey Zappi is not that. I, under yeah. any circumstance. Well, breaking news, Bailey Zappi is back on the practice <laughs> I love the way you update yeah. things. How about Malik Cunningham? Is he uh, back on too? Yes, he is. Yeah. yeah so so that practice. all, that, that was all much ado about nothing. Yeah. By the way, just because he's on the practice squad does not eliminate Tom Brady from coming back. Come on. Look at the latest Tom Brady. You think uh, Bill O'Brien would take him back? Of course he would. He has someone to yell at that way. Yeah, the the only news about Tom Brady out in the work right now is Tom Brady. He's dating some model. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) uh... 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, he'd have to give up his share of the Raiders, I guess. I mean, you can't own the Raiders and play for the Patriots, especially yeah. when they're playing each other at some point. Oh, well, here, here's a, a story from an hour ago. Jesse Palmer says Tom Brady is a, quote, solid choice for The Bachelor. Yeah, Yeah. I don't think you're going to see Tom Brady on The Bachelor. No, I think he would be so boring on The Bachelor. He would be. He he wouldn't do anything controversial. By the way, I've never watched The Bachelor, but it would be mind-numbing. I would never. I wouldn't watch it anyway. But it would do great ratings, I would think. Yeah. Um, Outside of the fact that I, I just found it interesting staying with the Patriots, they only kept two running backs. One of whom is Ezekiel Elliott, who I don't even think has carried the ball yet. Yeah. And I thought they were supposed to decrease Montre Stevenson's workload. So they got to do something there. They got to have a plan. And then they only have two tight ends. But the good news is they have 11 offensive linemen. None of whom can block. <laughs> See, Chase, it's going to be a bad year for the Patriots. Yeah. Uh, that's why your Lions are looking better and better. Well, we'll find out next Thursday because they're That's opening right. with they're the Chiefs. Open. Yeah, but you can't bank it on that because the Chiefs are going to be opening at home, putting a banner down and all. You can't expect to win that game. They could, You never know. I mean, uh, the in 2015, the Patriots had the opener against the Chiefs. And the Chiefs. The Chiefs ran all over. Yeah, them they did. They brought out Tyreek Hill yeah, and yeah. Kareem Hunt. And that Look, was before they even had my I mean, I will absolutely root for the Lions against the Chiefs, and yeah. I'm definitely going to watch that game, but... Uh, that's a tall order. Yeah. And, but good for the Lions that they were given that slot. Now, yeah. That's a very prestigious slot. Yeah. So, um, anyway, okay, that's Patriot news. CJ, did you see that they picked the Ryder Cup? I did. Uh, Justin Thomas has something on Zach Johnson. I, don't I know am what. stunned. And, and, and he said in the interview, he said that was never even a question. I, I mean, I get it. He's probably a good teammate. But he sucks right now. So bad. And like he was duffing I think chips. it's a Jordan Spieth thing. I think because Spieth was going to make it one way or the other. Yeah. But I think it's because they're all buddies. And yeah. they took Ricky Fowler, too. And they blew off Keegan Bradley. I, I get the but sense Keegan Bradley, Bradley, Bradley is... Keegan Bradley a big snub. Yeah, but I think like he's not a guy that goes along to get along. He seems to be a little bit abrasive. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, the other thing is, so Sam Burns... So Sam Burns picked above Keegan Bradley. There's yeah. some. There's well, Sam some, Burns is like friendly with Scotty uh, Scheffler. Yeah, they're buds. So there seems to be. Look, I understand it's a team, right? So there has to be team camaraderie. Yeah. They also have to cover with the fact that no one likes Patrick Cantlay, Patrick Cantlay, and no one likes Brian Harmon. So you got two outliers right there who had to be on the team. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, no, I, I, Zach Johnson, I see him being a chemist. Yeah, he could be a chemistry guy. I would be, and they took more cower, which was smart. Yeah, more cower is awesome. He's a great player. And, uh, look, I, I, I'm sure the Europeans will put together a good team, but I would be surprised if the Americans don't win this Ryder Cup. Is this home or away? It's in away, it's in Rome. Oh, oh, in Rome, wow. Yeah. Okay, that'll be fun. So that's, uh, about a month from now, right? Yeah. That'll be great. All right, CJ, back to more more localized uh, uh, situations. We have a we localized, have a situation. localized, but I would say the highest prestige. We have a situation going on here yeah. that is not unprecedented because, as I've told you over the years, this happens. But we are right now, as we're sitting here, there are four guys out in the standing water, and potentially, I don't know if it's still raining because we're. Uh, by the way, we're in the bomb shelter, so we don't know what's going on outside. Yeah. Um, Playing a match that will decide the playoffs. Yeah. It's, and it always comes down to that. It is high drama. 
We have uh, playing for their playoff lives. Stroking off Mead, represented today by Steve Baldini and Brian Morrissey. Good team. Going against under four with your boy Kenny Gates and then Jason Courier. Correct. I think it's going to be a death match. I told uh, Baldini, I said, two of the greatest historical Nishotic sandbaggers going against each other, Baldini and Courier, with uh, Morrissey and Gates along for the ride. So, good good for them. It's going to be it's going to be a great match. I can't wait to see it. Um to see what happens. Uh, there are people waiting with beta breath for this. Yeah, I mean, and, and yesterday, um, four-letter name dude squeaked into the playoffs mm-hmm. because Hazel Rockets, with nothing to play for, came back from three down to beat, who did they beat? Party, Party of four. Party for four. So I was uh, there Supreme I was Pro. there today. It was Jimmy Higgins, who it was on the verge of quitting golf, yeah. and Brian Huff or Howe oh, or whoever. Yeah. Um, Nice guy. I didn't really spend a lot of time on the priority yesterday. Oh, he's great. But yeah, they beat Mike McLean and John uh, DeLegas. By the way, who John DeLegas has no involvement with levering Volvo. Did you get your Volvo? Mine was in the driveway yesterday. Yeah. So that was nice. I'm, you know, I I have three Volvos now. Yeah. um, Thanks to the sponsorship. That's nice. Um, I got one, but that's all I need. I just rotate. I rotate through which one I drive. I love all of them. Yeah, they're all Um, great. I'm going to outfit one of them with monster truck wheels so I can have whatever parking spot I would like at any time. (laughs) Well, if you won club championship, you get it. Oh, never mind. They don't do that anymore. Um, I parked in one of those spots the other day. John John told me with no... uh, with a bit of animosity, it was, no, I have nothing to do with that. So there seems to be some mysteries there. Because it's J.K.'s wife's family that owns Lovering Volvo. So maybe uh, her maiden name is Lovering. Is that a possibility? Possibly. Well, we'll whatever, have to look they've into that. got a lot of free advertisement, though. They have. I was told the money's coming. Okay. So yeah. um, they'd love to pay it in trade. Like they said, maybe a free oil change. I'm like, no, we're looking for cash here. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, I was here. Those guys were drinking. Uh, two of them happily and two of them sadly. And, yeah, that that knocked that team out of the playoffs. So we are yeah. down to this. We're down to it. Stroking off Meade to tie needs nine points. And as you and I both know, that's not a score in this tournament. Not a score, yeah. So eight and a half versus 12 and a half. If they get eight and a half, they're out yeah. by a half a point. If they win or tie, they're in. Yeah. So... Waiting in the wings for them is S&M times two. And believe me, I was with those guys last night, and they are angsting over the fact that they're this close and may not get in. Yeah. And uh, every, three guys, one uh, rod, who bit, spit the bit and shouldn't even be there yeah. with the loss they took yesterday to, uh, to grip and sip it. By the way, I don't know if you heard, but Brendan Driscoll shot 73 yesterday. Oh, my God. This guy... He goes from literally saying he's going to quit golf to shooting 73. He it's, is an enigma. It's a wild ride. So I don't even get it. Yeah, well, we we sent out an email for uh, the end of your Twy event. <laughs> you know, hey, RSVP, you know, September 14th, we're going to have 20 guys go out and just play a, a inner squad match. And P responded, yes. And, you know, he, he responds, I'm in. Yeah. And then two hours later. Wait, uh, that's my anniversary. I probably ah! can't play. Well, what does that have to do with playing in the afternoon? What, what are they going away all day, or it's a Thursday? Yeah, but we know how these Why things push go. It? You Why play push in the it? afternoon, right. then you're then you have drinks after. Is this dinner? dinner? After. Is this a dinner thing? 
if I think if we get full participation, if we okay. get full participation, we'll we'll do it. We'll, well let's do not. It we're gonna go back to that. We're yeah. gonna go back to the uh, to the twy. But let's finish up with this. So um, I have to. This is why we do the rules in advance. I went to the rules section and saw what the tiebreaker was in the event that Stroking Off Mead loses and those two teams are tied for the final spot and they have to do a sudden death playoff. Yeah. And I, as Random you know, because I CC'd you today, sent out an email to them, let them know that, and said, start to think about it. Now, I, in fairness, I sent it to Straley and Melander, but probably didn't need to. Yeah. Because I'm guessing they're not involved in that decision. Yeah. <laughs> and happily, Straley just ignorantly so. He'll be like, oh, wait, we're in the playoffs? You know, he'll be happy. Yeah. But um, uh, that's what's going to happen. And I requested that. We'll know today, right? Yeah, these we'll, guys we'll are going. We'll know. In three this guy's going to grind out. We'll know today if there's a playoff. The one thing I did say, and I'm going to talk to Brian Smith. He's got to choose a hole randomly, not just the first hole, yeah. because then the guys can say, "Oh, okay." They can game it Maybe we bring, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're not gaming the system here. We're gonna. In well, fact, I mean, well, if S and M gamed it to get strokes, so they would send Australian Melander out. Right, but Ugh. yeah, that's not really gaming. That's 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 that's, that's just, taking that's a waving significant the chance. Yeah. So, and the other guys, I think those guys are um, all pretty similar in uh, in handicaps. Yeah. So I don't think it'll matter to them, but I want, you know, look, Brian's gonna be able to look at that sheet and say, especially if they all do it at like six o'clock in the evening, they'll be able to pick a hole, just go out there. And when there's a gap, they can play and run in from there. And it's the, not gonna take more than one or two holes. Yeah, I mean, I think you know you're looking at probably a fifteen minute. Sudden death match, perfect length for a podcast. I think uh, we may want to live, live a live one. That. We we could do that. We could go live with that. What we could do is, um, I mean, I can't bring this computer out live in the in the microphone, but we, we could just, just our bring phone. our a phone. Yeah, and we could commentate. Yeah. Oh, that would be, fun. be a lot of fun. That would be fun. So anyway, let's hope that happens. But then again, I'm not rooting against Baldini or Morrissey. Yeah. They have it right in front of them. This is what you want, right? Yeah. You want your fate, as they always say, in your own hands. Yeah, I mean, that team, if, if they pull off the W, say, could be very dangerous in the playoffs. Right. No, I agree. Absolutely. I mean, I played against fucking, uh, Adelson, Edelweiss, and he, uh, he had like six bars in a row at one point and touting a 16 handicap. Yeah. You know, I just, you know, my head explodes with stuff like this. Sure. But Mead shot 74. I mean, it was good. He, he had a birdie the last hole to beat us. But if we if we had tied them, that would have that would have been Even a out. massive that birdie. It was he made a, I think it was like an eight footer, and uh, I knew he would make it because you know that's he's Jeremy me. But he had it came right down to that. Yeah. So, um, CJ, once this all gets resolved this afternoon, you know we've been pretty clear, but you know there's going to be issues when everybody has to start scheduling. So we, uh, uh, we don't even have to tell Brian, although I think I'm going to tell Brian, I would really like to see as many guys as possible play next Friday, yeah. Nooners. In fact, I'll give up a spot Nooners just to make sure that, you know, they, they all can get in. But yeah. we could expand Nooners out, I'm sure, and all that. It'd be great to see that happen. Yeah, no, I'd, I, would, if I would play Nooners that week. If it's possible, if not, then I'll I'll be right here. We can as go up. Maybe you and I go up before, so we can see everybody as they come in. Yeah. That's gonna be a podcast day for sure. Yeah. Um, one of the things that that we were talking about, and uh, I I want your thoughts on this. 
in my opinion, obviously we have to play two matches to get the full final score. I would rather play back-to-back than on different days. And, like, let's say that you played the first day, right? And you lost 13-8. Now your guys know they have to win 13-8 to tie. And that's that changes the the whole perspective on how you're playing the match. You know what I mean? You may have to get a little more aggressive. You may have to, you know, and so I think it's better that you don't know and you play back-to-back. What are your thoughts on that? I, I agree with that. Um, I don't. It, it's. I don't think it's a huge drop off though, in in the approach. If if you're going and knowing you're down, say thirteen eight. I mean, either way, you're trying to win the match. But maybe you do you know I have to win an extra hole. Well, maybe. But maybe as you get into maybe the back nine, if you're not on pace to being where you want to be, I just think pressing becomes an issue in golf. Yeah. It's hard to press in golf. You know what I mean? You have to kind of let it happen. And if you start to press, you normally screw it up. Yeah. So we'll see how everybody handles it. But it's going to be fascinating. But uh, as of tonight, we're going to have our eight. Is it eight? Ten. Eight eight teams. Eight. Eight Eight teams. Our eight playoff teams. Um, And speaking of that, when when we do know those teams, um, last year we did uh, Calcutta. Who participated in that? I I don't think I did. we We had... Five or six guys to take eight teams. It was fun, but it wasn't. It's just tough. When but you knowing you, teams. you have another idea now. Yeah, so I'm going to make a prop sheet that everyone can fill out. I'm just going to come up with 20, 30 different bets with different points assigned. Whoever gets the most points wins the cash pool. Um, it'll have the obvious stuff like which team wins, which teams win their first match. Um, but it's also going to have some fun bets, like things like. Uh, total birdies, Patrick Scranton versus Tremendous Slouches. But let me ask you this. What, so, because you and I talked about this offline. So, is everybody going to, to uh, invest the same amount of money, or do you invest by the prop bet? No, no it's, it's, it's a one form. Uh, we'll say $50 to enter. Yeah. And you just fill it out. It's, so, you don't make mistakes. So, they're gonna I, have to, you have to pick every prop. So, you're going to come up with a prop bet. I'm going with the prop. I'm not going to be the house on this, right? Like, I don't no, I understand. Yet. You're going you're gonna to come up with the prop bets. Yeah. And you got to, so there's going to be, let's say, 10 prop bets. And you got to fill all 10 out. And yep. some of them are going to be black and white, right? Yeah. Some of them might be a multiple choice. Yep. Correct? But, and, and depending on um, what you choose and who you choose... We'll get you the points you get, and at the end, you're going to pay out based on number of points? Total points. So, okay. you know, there will be some, you know, so kind of call them even odds bets where everything gets, call it 10 points. Okay. But then I would say, will there be a hole-in-one? Yes. If you get yes, correct, you would get a, like 100 points okay. or 200 points. Okay. And if you guess no correctly, you get 10 points. Right. So there will point. be, po- be some points where you might want to kind of stretch and go for an underdog. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Okay. Points. All right. Will there be any? Um, so, will you have one prop bet that's like who will win, who will of come course. in second? Yes. Or, okay. All right. So that'll be like a drop down where you'll list all the teams because not exactly. everybody knows how many teams yep. are going to be. How much participation do you think we'll get in this? And can you participate if you're in the playoffs? Of course. Okay. Uh, I think we'll get something similar to when um, you do your um, to the like the, the major pool. Major pools. How many yeah, is that? 30 30-ish, 30, yeah. something like that. Thirty so, is a good number. Get fifteen hundred bucks in there. Okay. Pretty well, we got a hundred players. We look. We got thirty-two in the playoffs. So those guys don't do it. What's wrong with them, yeah. right? 
There'll yeah, be guys that do it. I it could be fifty. I bet fifty yeah, would be, that'd a, be great. Be half the pool plus. We should talk it up amongst people who aren't in the pool that might still be interested. You yeah, because you know, people know these guys. Um, staff, I bet there's staff that would want to do it, yeah, right? I agree. And bet on and bet on guys. Bet, most of them bet bet them to lose because a lot of staff who doesn't like a lot of these guys. So you know, I mean, bet why, why would you? Yeah, yeah I agree. Um, all right, so CJ, I love that idea. Uh, I do want to point out. By the way, I, I, I've been kind of digging in on these standings a bit. There was one undefeated team. Please don't tell me who. The most you're gonna tell me. The who. most undefeated team this year was. What's what's, what's the worst possible words that come up? Well, obviously, grip it and sip it because they're just so arrogant. <laughs> undefeated. They, they are they are careening toward a first round loss. Well, right now, so well, you want me to go? Over, we can go over the playoff bracket. As well, it it, as it looks, yes. Give it to me as there's it looks, only, but you know that's going to change. There's only two teams that could change, though. So it's pretty, it's pretty okay, close go to ahead. locked in. So right now, the number one slot, you have Locker 91, would be facing Tremendous Slouches. Yeah, that's that. Look, that could go either way. They're in the same flight. And Tremendous Slouches is the only team that beat Locker 91 this year. Oh, good stat, CJ. Yeah. I like the prep. Yeah. Look at you with show prep. So that, that assumes <laughs> that stroking off Mead wins today. If not, Tremendous Slouches would face the two-seed Grippin and Sippet, who now would be facing Stroking Off Mead. So you're looking at the top two teams both playing teams they've already played because they're both in-flight, in-flight teams. So also, put, put into consideration that Brendan Driscoll just shot 73 yesterday and put that score in because I made sure of it. And his new 12-month low is his new 12-month low. Whoa. Yeah, he's giving up shots. They play Tremendous Slouches. They're giving up shots. You got Rickenbach with a new job, hasn't been playing. You got Shapiro, whose wife makes him stay at the Cape all year, hasn't been playing. You got Crooker, who's been, I don't know what he does, but hasn't been playing a lot. They're in trouble. Yeah. Uh, Locker 91, they're, I, I, if I would say to you, maybe at the end of the year, we'll have to figure out how the hell they ended up as the number one seed. Now, granted, one of the participants, Johnny Bassett, is my uh, partner in the Labor Day. I'm expecting big things from him because he's going to be all pumped and jacked about the playoffs. But uh, how? How? Look at that roster. Yeah. How is that even possible? What uh, did they I do, do? I don't know, man. It's it, Sometimes they just, maybe They, they had just a couple had their... really big wins. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, a couple that. of outstanding rounds. Wait, hold on one second. Gurnham, by the way, great haircut. And is there any way I can get a beer? Yes. Thank you. Um, I want to mention the two matches that are locked in. Oh, so there are guys that can start scheduling right now. Yes. Excellent, CJ. Um, another in-flight match. Oh, my God. So this is like this is like when you have the wild card weekend of the NFL. Sure, you have, you have like to play Jets, the Jets. Patriots yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, work hard, swing harder against four-letter name dudes. Oh, okay. That's a great All matchup right, right that's there. That's going to be interesting. And then... Who won that one? Do you know? I can look. So in work hard, swing harder... Against four-letter name dudes, uh, four-letter won that one. How 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 big? It was thirteen and a half, seven and a half. Okay, that's decisive. Thank and you, Gurney. I think that was this month actually. That's um, decisive. And then the only out-of-flight match, the only kind of like you know, old-school National League meets the American League, first time seeing each other. If every hole counts against WTF. And those are. Guaranteed. Flight one and flight three. Guaranteed. Okay, so those four teams get going 
baby. Yeah. Let's go schedule those matches because I know my friend Kramer needs to start scheduling matches because he's yeah. got a scheduling issue. Um, yeah, they're gonna. It's gonna be interesting to no, see I'm how sorry. people pair up. No, wrong. I'm sorry. Okay. That's right. actually. I'll edit that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna edit it. No, uh, stroking off Mead. If they win, will tie or surpass every whole counts. So that that would yeah that would screw that up. But you were saying right from from now, so that's not a that's not a definite is what you're saying. Yeah. Because stroking off Mead, what if they win like 17 to something? They could move up. The ladder, right? They would move up to the. So what you said isn't necessarily yeah, true. Yeah. So only the only locked in the only locked in matches for their named dudes and work hard, swing harder. All right. So they got to they got to work. They 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 got scheduling to do. Yeah. And they're in the same flight, right? Yeah. All right. So interesting. I I told you it would come down to this, CJ. Uh, someone, one person, made a point yesterday that, and I found it interesting, that they didn't like. The four-man teams. And I'm like, really? You're the only one that's ever said that to me. I won't tell you who it was. But what is your thought? I mean, I think the general consensus was everybody liked this. And um, most importantly, it helped us get through on schedule. I I liked it. I, I think that... Did you have anybody tell you they didn't like it? Um, I had people talk... I've had people say the things they didn't like about it, but not that overall they didn't like it. Well, like, about the four-man team thing? Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, one comment that was interesting was, could we do all four people just for the finals? Play the first. So they're worried the about first, the playoffs. The first match, do two-on-two. Two. The next match, the other two have to face the other two. Interesting. And then finals is all four? Yeah, but the problem, I, I, I that's it. really interesting, and I, I like that thought. Here's the problem, though. If you lose, then the other two guys never got to play. Right. Right. Yeah. And the whole idea behind this was the full team buy-in type of thing. So I get it, because I am, I think we're both concerned about scheduling. But, look, I mean, this is, it's September. Everybody's kind of around, right? Yeah. Back to school, everything. So, I don't know. that the, it, Was that a one-off, or did you hear that more than once? I heard it once. Okay. So one-offs are okay. I mean, they're good to take into consideration. Yeah, data points, I think. But if you remember, when we did some of the things we did last year... It was based on having either it was a one-off that made like idyllic sense to us, or it was a couple different people saying the same thing. Yeah, and I think with the survey we did last year and getting feedback was good. It led to a lot of really good ideas. It did do the same thing again at the end of the year. Well, the um, two big things we changed were we went back to the old scoring system because yep. people were confused about the quota thing, and the going to four because we got that. That was only one. But we had so many other people complain about scheduling and stuff like that. And we, and if you remember last year, we only did six matches. And yeah. it's like, if you can't, you know, over from May until August, if you can't do six matches, where are we? Yeah. Where are we as a society, CJ? Yeah. Plus, I mean, with 100 participants, imagine having 50 teams in this. Yeah, that wouldn't work. Yeah. That wouldn't work. Well, first of all, we wouldn't have had 100. A lot of guys jumped in because they knew they only were yeah. committed to three. So it really did address... The fact that you don't have to play six, you only have to play three, but you can still be part of something. Yeah, and I, I think that next year, assuming we keep the same format, you might see some people shuffling teams just based on scheduling needs. Oh, I already know that there's no, they're based, based on, on other things. Based too, scheduling yeah. needs or maybe vanity. There are a lot of guys that, that yeah, there are a lot below. of guys that said they're going to get new teammates because their teammates suck. But we're not yeah. going to some of them are playoff teams, but we're not going to go into that right, right now. Right. <laughs> That'll be for. 
That's our dish podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the mo- what, what is the most unstable team in playoffs? Be so it's going so um, too early right now. But uh, if I guess what we're gonna have to suggest is, do you think I'm gonna doubt that there will be a match played prior to Friday? But there could be, and I'd be thrilled if there was. We should have a Friday morning podcast with our previews and picks like we did for the Invitational. Which, by the way, we were pretty good with our Invitational picks. Yeah. We got a couple flights dead on. I'll be in Minnesota, so I'll probably have to dial Oh, in. shit, that's right. Yeah, we can't do that. I'm not dying. I don't even know how to do that. I'll be back Monday. All right, we'll do Well, by Monday, we'll be done. So, why are you, Minnesota, is it a terrible time for you to go to Minnesota? Great time to remember. Well, can you explain to me again what's happening? You're going out to watch Jay Messina play in a tournament? I'm playing in the tournament. You're playing in the tournament? Yeah. What tournament is this? It's the Labor Day Classic in Worthington, Minnesota. Oh, I thought you said Jay is playing in some, like, thing on his own. This this is a very cool tournament format, one that I would love to see us adopt at some point. Did you have to get invited to this? No, you just register. I played in it. So it's a national tournament? No, no, no! It's oh. it's a it's a local tournament. It's where my old business partner Jerry. Oh, okay. So his, you his you have familiarity with this? Got it. All right. Yes, yeah, so I've played in it five six times before. Got it. Um, it's a very cool format. So there's Jay is playing in the championship flight, and the first thing he has to do is just do a stroke play qualifying round. The top thirty two guys get into the stroke play match play or the, the match play bracket to be the overall champion of the whole How tournament. long does this take? So it's uh, three rounds over the weekend. And so for you, it's also individual? So I'll, I'll get to that. Okay, thank you. After the qualifier, there's a whole Calcutta. They bring in a legit cattle auctioneer to run a Calcutta. Wow. Guys go anywhere from a couple hundred bucks to three, four thousand dollars um, You got guys there who are low handicap like Jay all the way to there's a plus six in, in the tournament. Um, so so what is Jay doing? Wider. He's not going to win. Probably won't win, but he, he's been playing well. Well, he could qualify. Yeah. Um, and then the whole other side of the tournament, the majority of the players, you sign up, and then they just rank you by handicap, and you go into flights. And you play two matches, and if you win both, you go into the championship. As Otherwise, a single. As a single. But okay. within your flight, it doesn't matter what handicap you are. It's all gross. Match yeah. yeah. So there's no shots. It's great. Yeah. Um, and by the way, this is what we do with the club championship, but you didn't want to play in it. Oh, I didn't. I don't know about club championship. I've never played in it. <laughs> okay, I, just, go ahead. <laughs> Keep going. Um, here. <laughs> is, is club championship match play? No, but it's gross. I mean, you could have. Pl- uh, okay. It's different. All right. Um, so it's match play the first two days, and then you play stroke play the final day. If you're in the if you're in the championship of your flight, eighteen hole stroke play. If you lost one or two, you, you're still in a foursome, and you uh, you play nine hole stroke play. And if you win any of that, you get a prize. All right, so can I throw this out to you? Yeah. It's just you and Messina going? And Boyer, my invitational guest, right. Jeremy, and our friend Tony. Okay. And you're all doing your own thing because you're all singles at this point. Yeah, Jeremy, so, Boyer, and I are all on the same flight. Right. So there's a chance after the first day that the five of you are just going to be drinking your faces off because you're all out. We all, if we all lose, yeah, it's game, it's game over. There have been a, I would say, in the six times I've participated before, I have withdrawn from the final day five times. And did you go home early, or did you just drink? 
No, so then what we do is we, we have bet on two or three guys in the Calcutta, and, and you just follow them around. Oh, okay. And this is like, this tournament is like how everyone in town came out for the karate tournament and karate Except kid. That, yeah. Yeah, like I, you know, I, and people know that we're from Boston, we're like these zoo animals because they've never seen anyone from Boston there. Right. And we're going out, people are following us around. They, if you were a zoo animal, what animal would you be? Just out of curiosity. Probably a baboon. Oh, I like that. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like I, the first year I played there, I'm in like the sixth, seventh flight, and I'm playing against this guy whose whole family is walking with him the entire 18 holes. How many? This, there's got to be more than one course here, right? No, it's just one course. Holy shit. But then, like, the championship match, the final four of the championship flight, you've probably got... 100, 150 people in carts just following them around. But how many people will play in this thing total? Uh, 100 and 130 something. So you can get all those guys off in half a day easily. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's packed tight. You're going to be playing. So you're basically going to be playing with guys you don't know, fair to say. The, for, yeah, More than likely. I already got my uh, my foursome for the first day. Right. I don't know them. But okay. we know probably just from playing it so many years. Probably a quarter. Yeah, of the you'll people, know some of the guys. Sure, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, and you know it's tradition. Like some of these guys live on the golf course, so we go to their houses after the practice oh, nice. round. Okay, play cribbage, have a few beverages. Um, it's a great time. The cribbage is important. You got to play cribbage. Got to play cribbage. Jesus, <laughs> I thought you said Quidditch. I thought you were doing a Harry Potter thing. That would be badass. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's why I love you, so, CJ. Can I, can I tell you? Can I tell you the story of I played my first ever competitive golf round in this tournament. This was when I was a 24 handicap. Yeah. 10, 12 so years So it's the first ago. time you competed against the field. First time I competed against the field, exactly. Right. Understood. And I teed off with three total strangers, but the the lowest flight which I was in, I was playing against a 90-year-old farmer named Rod. Um, and <laughs> Is he still alive? Likely not. Um, <laughs> but we were the first group to tee off the bat on 10 mm-hmm. and 10 is a island green par three 110 yard shot but tiny green big off slope and i'm the first person on the first day to tee off i have probably 100 people watching me tee off and, Tough. and i stand over the ball and i cannot swing the starter comes up to me you froze i froze the starter comes up to me cj you're gonna have to swing the club son you gotta swing the club <laughs> And I was like, I can't. They're like, take a deep breath. Yes, you can. My friends are behind me laughing their asses off, recording the entire thing. Finally. I want to see that video. Finally, I swing the club six feet above the hole. I got to see that video. And then I put it off the green. Do you have the, <laughs> do you have the video? I don't think so. Right. It was a while ago. It was like a, some Super Bowl format. But yeah, it, it, was, it, it was definitely a crazy way to start the competitive golf career. No problems now. I can tee off that hole. Really? Place, but, uh, Glad to hear you have no problems now. That's no, terrifying no problem. that you froze. Yeah, no problem No problem swinging the club now. It's just where it goes. See, did you have deep emotional issues that I don't know about? Um, I mean, yes. I mean, okay. they're not... There's like, some I do know about, a quarter, and they're disturbing. A, a, quarter but... of the, a quarter of the depth of yours, but... <laughs> I, have, I think it's fair to say I have no emotional issues. I, I'm going to put a prop bet on that on the sheet. <laughs> and we're going to get you three minutes with a therapist who's going to be like, I can't work with this guy. I really have no emotional issues. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Okay, CJ. Um, last thing. 
uh, because we're at 35. This has been a long one. We had a lot to do. We came yeah. in we came in guns blazing today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another fucking, excuse me, damn it. I'm leaving it in. You said it four times already. Another rainy day. Yeah. Another rainy day. Yeah. I am so sick and tired of this. Um, drove in this morning. There was standing water on the... I mean, like, it wasn't, it didn't even rain that much. It just, there's no way to get around it. There's nowhere it. to put the water now. Uh, you, so your twi captain thing, your twi captain group, yeah. six, six guys, you're doing a thing where everybody, where the, you're, all the captains are competing against each other and you're all going to pick guys to play in the twi and create teams, correct? Uh, it's just, it's two teams. So we'll have, we'll split up the captain somehow. Oh, so it's going to be like a Ryder Cup? Yeah. Oh, okay. Or I didn't realize it's going to be a twine match. Twenty guys would be like a, twine, a normal twine match. Oh, just, okay. You know, I thought you you described that to me differently before. So. I I was thinking it was going to be a little different. How are you going to do the teams draft? Who's going to be the first round pick? I don't know who's going to have the first pick, so I don't know. Well, I, it, that shouldn't matter either way. It seems agnostic. The answer to that question. I mean, I would have probably Mark Shields. <laughs> See, I knew you were going to say, it, and that's fine. Not if you had the first pick. It would better not be. If I found you had the first pick and took Mark Shields, we're going to have a problem. All right. I'm serious. Especially if there's dinner after. I mean, come on. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll, see. Dinner we'll see. I'm thinking I could probably get you round three. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> okay, CJ. All right. On that note, uh, great podcast, CJ. Good insights today. Thank you for letting me know you, you literally couldn't swing a club with one point in your life. Yeah. And you think I have emotional problems? All right. I love you, though. And uh, we will talk, I guess, Monday or Tuesday of Labor Day. Yeah. And that's how long it's going to be. Yeah. We're going to well, have a lot settled between now and then. Yeah. But good true. luck in Minneapolis. I'm rooting for you. Thank you. All right. Sign us out. Peace. <laughs>